In everything we do, whether it's in our business or our walk with God, we must approach our endeavors with intentionality. In these next three episodes, we will discuss how to increase the intensity of those intentions as a vessel of honor. Episode 10, Pride and Ego. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Woman of God in Business podcast. This is episode 10, Pride and Ego, and I have Rob here, and we are continuing on with our Vessel series. Hey, Rob. Howdy, howdy, howdy. How are you doing today? I'm good. We're actually here, we're sitting together, and we're at the park, so if you hear birds and things passing us, um, don't mind it, but we decided to change up the scenery today in hopes to give you something free-flowing and natural and um, just a different word that God's given us to continue on with the series. Yeah, it's a nice, beautiful day. The birds chirping. You can kind of hear the water rushing and everything. So, yeah, sitting in the glory of God to talk about the glory of God. Mm-hmm. So, our episode is titled Pride and Ego, and we're focusing on we talked about all these things right the our purpose uh what being vessels mean what a vessel of honor is and we're talking about all these different things and attributes that help us become the best vessels to be used by god for his kingdom um but there are things that could stand in the way of us doing that and in order to be truly about his business and the vessel that he's intended for us to be we have to push past the pride and the ego um we have to not be so self-centered because the whole purpose of us being here is for others is for god um and by getting souls saved and by expanding the kingdom for God, that requires us to be working with people mm-hmm. and in crowds of people. And and we can't do that fully if we have some sort of pride um, or if we're battling with issues with our ego. Exactly. If in servanthood, you must be a servant. Mm-hmm. And to be a servant, you have to push your ego, your pride, the natural sense to want to be the top, want to be the head, and want to be, a, you need to be in a position of service in order to please the Lord and in order to help your community. You know, so getting past this. These two issues is really important, and speaking on these two issues is definitely a important topic in this whole discussion. Yeah, so let's talk about the actual definitions for people who don't know, because pride and ego kind of can go hand-to-hand and get a little confusing. So we looked up the definition off Google. Um, what does pride say? So pride says a feeling of deep pleasure or satisfaction derived from one's own achievements, the achievements of those with whom one is closely associated or from qualities or possessions that are widely admired. 
And the second de definition is consciousness of one's own dignity. And that's pride. Ego is a person's sense of self-esteem or self-importance. Um, it also talks about the part of the mind that meditates between being conscious and unconscious and is responsible for reality testing and a sense of personal identity. Um, so a lot of times ego can be lied with our identity and who we think we are instead of who God says we are. Exactly. It can get caught up. You know, the issues of life come up and we become closely tied to the superficial things that we do every day and on a consistent basis. We get tied to our athletic, because I'm an athlete, our athletic identity, our financial identity, our, our skills, skills, positions. And if that's not rooted in Christ and it's rooted in our own capabilities, our own abilities, one day we aren't going to be able to do these things. Mm -hmm. So when that happens, what are you going to be rooted in? Yeah. I was um, I was watching the finale of American Idol last night. <laughs> <laughs> Don't judge me. But that's just a thing that me and my family do since literally season one. And um, I was watching it and I was rooting for one of the contestants. Actually, both of the final two, I really liked them and I liked who they were as people. Um, and I really wanted this one particular contestant to win. Um, she was very open about her faith, very open about singing gospel songs and about um, God. And that's something I hadn't really seen from any other contestants in the past. Um, Cause it's like as soon as someone will sing a gospel song, they'll get voted off. Mm. Um, but this is the first contestant I have seen that has made it to the finale. That was very open about her faith, and she was a great singer. She had like a little country twist to her voice, um, but I gathered that she was a beautiful person and very genuine. Mm. And she actually ended up not winning. Um, it was the the guy who was in position with her in the finale um he ended up winning and they both have a beautiful voice but in that moment I was kind of like empathizing and putting myself in her shoes and as believers sometimes we if we're not careful can have a sense of like entitlement mm. that because I have God on my side because I have a relationship with God if we're not careful, we can almost think that we're above somebody else. Mm. And I had a sense, like a really quick thought that was like, dang, I wonder if she thinks, why not me? Mm. And God quickly was like, why not him? Mm. And I got that word last night and I was like, oh my gosh, like we have to talk about this because we have to be aware that just like God is doing stuff in our life and working and doing stuff in us and through us and for us because we're ourselves. So obviously we're like our relationship with God is the most important. And that's all we're kind of focused on is our relationship with God. But God is doing stuff for other people as well. Right. 
and he's doing stuff in their life. And I thought like, if she, what if the thought like came and she's like, why didn't I win? Mm. Like, I thought I was going to win because X, Y, Z, or because I have a relationship with God or Mm. because this is where God told me I was going to be. And God will fulfill promises. He'll fulfill them in other ways. He'll fulfill them to a certain point. It might not be what we thought it was going to be. He might take us so far and then we might not, quote unquote, win in our eyes. But he had a totally different purpose and he has a purpose for that other contestant. Exactly. That was... What would Winnie have done for him? And he never really talked about God, so I don't know if he had a relationship with Mm. God. But why not someone else? Right. The word says that the Lord is not a respectable person. It says that he reigns on the just as well as the unjust. He had expected in just like the gospel singer had expected in. But you never know what behind the scenes work in the Lord is doing that is going to propel his purpose and his plan forward. Everything has a purpose. Everything is intentional. Everything is done for a reason. And for those reasons, we can trust that exactly what God did is exactly what was supposed to happen. So she might have had her faith built that she got to that point in the first place. That now she has a stepping stone to get to the next purpose and the next place that the Lord has in her. Yeah. In her um step in her walk, you know. Yeah, and on the show she was very open like she was so mean to herself, so self-critical and she has grown so much on the mm-hmm. show and just in her confidence alone because she didn't even think she would get that far, yeah. let alone the finale. So God is doing a work within us. We might not not necessarily win per se, but other things that God is doing is a win in itself mm. for you and for another person. So that really spoke to me about pride and ego because it takes us putting our pride and ego aside, having it in check for us to realize that not everything is about us and God is doing things in other people's lives because something didn't work out for you if you didn't get the position at a job it went to someone who else who really needed it Mm -hmm. but we don't know what god is doing for someone else we're always just so focused on us right and the serenity to understand that makes your life so much more freer yeah so much more open you're not sitting on pins and needles all the time but you're just trusting the plan of the lord and the Lord will give you the grace to do that. Mm-hmm. And these set, quote unquote, setbacks or quote unquote, not um, getting to the place where we thought we wanted to get. But the Lord behind the scenes knows that builds up and fosters a grace for a later plan that's down the road that mm-hmm. we the Lord always, always setting us up for greater and for more. And if we're obedient and we're patient and we push our pride and our ego aside, we'll step into those callings and step into those gifts as we live life. But it's our responsibility to buffet our body, to die to our flesh, to move our ego aside and say, okay, what is the Lord doing in this season? And how can I be present in the moment and see where this is going to take me? 
there's purpose in the process. Amen. And there's also a promise. Amen. Quick plug, if you haven't listened to (laughs) the promise in the process, that's the episode with me and Taylor. You should definitely go listen. Um, We talked all about that, and that's a whole word within itself. Um, But, yeah. Go check it out. Um, We are going to give you some Bible. The first verse that we have is Proverbs 8, verse 13. It says, All who fear the Lord will hate evil therefore if i hate pride and arrogance corruption and perverse speech oh i'm sorry it says therefore i hate pride and arrogance corruption and perverse speech um it then goes on to talk about common sense um and success belongs to us insight and strength is mine Uh, because of me kings reign and rulers make just degrees decrees i'm sorry and rulers lead with my help and nobles make righteous judgments Mm. so we are supposed to hate pride and arrogance Um, but then i found another verse Um, it's galatians 6 and we're gonna read pretty much one through six um but it says Brothers and sisters, if someone is caught in a sin, you who live by the Spirit should restore that person gently. But watch yourselves, or you may also be tempted. Carry each other's burdens, and in this way you will fulfill the law of Christ. If anyone thinks that they are something when they are not, they deceive themselves. Each one should test their own actions. Then they can take pride in themselves alone without comparing themselves to someone else for each one should carry their own load nevertheless the one who receives instruction in the word should share all good things with their instructor do not be deceived god cannot be mocked a man reaps what he sows whoever sows to please their flesh from the flesh will reap destruction whoever sows to please the spirit from the spirit will reap eternal life let us not become weary in doing good for at the proper time we will reap a harvest if we do not give up therefore as we have the opportunity let us do all good do good to all people especially to those who belong to the family of believers amen i think these two scriptures really highlight the balance that is needed in all areas of life, but also in our relationship with pride and ego. Um, The pride and the ego, which is rooted in God, is for the purpose and the plan to propel his purpose forward. Yeah. When our pride and ego is rooted outside of God and is rooted in our flesh, that's where we blur the lines and we get mixed in. You know, the word says... Uh, pride become, excuse me. Pride comes before destruction, and a hearty spirit before a fall. Mm-hmm. But we also understand that we are more than conquerors through Christ. That we are the beloved of Christ. That we are joint heirs with Jesus Christ. So there is a way that we can have pride in our identity in Christ, and with that identity in Christ, we have promises. We have gifts. 
We have callings. We have standards. We have opportunities that are promised to us that we should walk in. But they have to be rooted in Christ. I think this is important to note because a lot of times the Bible says something and then it may say another thing in a different place and it could cause you to be kind of confused Mm. like oh well it says i should have pride but then it says i should hate pride Mm -hmm. so it's important for us to not take the bible so literal but to use it just in the example that you said it says this but it also says this so in different situations in life Mm -hmm. and then we have to read in between the lines and we know that yes if the pride is rooted in god just like you said in the will then he tells us to check ourselves. He tells us to have that sense of pride. But the pride that comes before destruction, the pride that is evil, the pride that is solely self-centered that you have outside of God, that is what we should hate. So it's important for us when we're studying the Bible, this is just a side note, to make sure that you're praying and that you're asking for understanding And that you are not taking it so literal by the words that it's saying, but that you're asking God to fill in the blanks for you and to kind of read in between the lines and for the specific situation that you're needing revelation on um, when you're studying that you should definitely be asking God. Um, Because these two things were, I found them right next to each other um, or like in the same sitting, but they're two different things and Rob had to kind of break it down and explain well when it is rooted in God um so just take note of that when you're studying to make sure that you are being prayerful and mindful of what you're reading amen and to go along with that context is so important Mm -hmm. when we are studying the bible um a few of my mentors they uh illustrated that the Bible justifies the Bible. And in our studying is a key point that we find two or three scriptures to support as evidence for a previous scripture. Mm -hmm. And in this way, we don't get tossed to and fro. We don't take a scripture out of context when it's supposed to mean this but we take it as this because we don't ask for understanding. We don't ask the Lord for guidance and we don't ask the Holy Spirit to reveal what this actually means. So really digging into the word and making sure that the scripture justifies the scripture with two or three other supporting evidence is really important. We get um, even me. I, I got caught up in this. Oh, I did my Bible scripture for today. Now I'm done. If we live a life like that, we can get confused and have things out of context. And out of context, scripture changes our declaration, which changes our faith, which changes our viewpoint of God. And the meaning. And the meaning. And if our viewpoint of God is distorted, our faith is distorted. And a distorted faith leads to confusion, leads to lack of identity, leads to a whole plethora of issues. So, Which also leads back into the pride that will, Mm. a sense of pride that you'll have when you think, oh, well, I know this. The Mm. the Bible says this. And 
And that even is dangerous when you feel as though you know everything mm. about the Bible or God or or whatever. It all ties and plays, you know, off of each other when we're talking about pride and ego. Because believers have it too, mm. if not more than other <laughs> regular people. Mm. Um, because we feel this sense of entitlement. Well, God said this or that it's so important to empathize and to love that's it's so important god tells us the most important thing to do is to love him and each other our neighbors Mm -hmm. and if we're thinking well i know best this is what it is this is a sin this that like and we're not having grace and empathy and love and understanding and all the other things and sacrifice yes and pushing away that that will turn into pride and an ego and that's not rooted in god Mm. and it says um when you kind of make it for god if you're like no i know this and this is right and this is what the bible says and and that turns into that pride and ego that's not for god even though you're talking about god Mm. that's not that's not rooted in god that's rooted in your flesh right and being rooted in the flesh being rooted in your own sinful desires, your own ways, your own preconceived notions. And those preconceived notions will push you out of service and into uh, self-preservation mode Mm -hmm. and only thinking about yourself and how can I go up this corporate ladder and how can I do this? And in Matthew, it talks about as much as you have done to the least of these, you have done unto me. Mm -hmm. And the least of these is not these big tycoons. These it might be the person on the street that you look over every day. That's mm-hmm. you know, and if you feel too prideful, too haughty, too this is out of my realm of whatever, you'll miss God because God a lot of times is in those hidden places, mm-hmm. in the places where you serve out of compassion, where you are compelled to do things out of compassion Mm -hmm. that's where god is a lot of times and if you only think that if you standing on a pulpit or singing in the choir but you won't clean the toilet or wash a dish you'll miss god in those things because sacrifice and servanthood is our call as believers yeah i we were um just talking to my mom and asked her if she's ever dealt with pride or ego and how she got over it and she said yes and one way that she really got over it was to pray and to humble herself and to remember where she's come from and all that God has brought her through and just like a tangible piece of something you can take away a practice that you can do if you're battling with pride and ego um, is to really humble yourself by praying by fasting by remembering Mm. Uh, remembrance i feel as though we take for granted a lot of times because we know things we know right and wrong we know what god's told us um but a lot of times we just need the remembrance of what god says of what he brought us through of what he's actually done for us in our life because as time goes on sometimes we forget those little details and if where you, we came from right if you remember and humble um 
you'll very quickly see that it's not all about you. God has the power um, and it will help you to set those things aside and to become more living for God and for other people. And as a result, you will become better. Your family will come become better. Your community will become better. And the world will become better, man. We have such a awesome opportunity and an awesome hope that our faith has the ability to literally change the world. Yeah. Change every it's so much heartache in the world, so much pain, so much destruction, so much injustice. But we have the opportunity to change our perspective and in perspective change, our actions begin to change. Mm-hmm. And our actions in this world can change the world. Our sacrifice in this world can change the world. Our servanthood in this world can change the world. And we have the opportunity. Amen. And on that note, we are going to end our episode. This was episode 10, Pride and Ego. And we hope that it blessed you um, and that you got something to take away from it. And we will see you in our next episode. Yes, sir. (laughs) Bye, guys.